0: Sarasota, Tampa, St. Pete. And 1073 WXGLHD2, St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. <laughs>
1: Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in
0: afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for it. John's Choice. John Andrew Garabo Live.
1: Olivia Newton, John, in case you're just joining us dead at the age of 73 years old. We mourn her passing and celebrate her life by playing Look at Me, I'm Sandra Dee, the reprise a reprise from the movie Grease. Kiss my... Oh no, that was uh, hopelessly devoted to you. Hold on one second, let me you think how that goes. Thank you. Look, oh, it's Look at Me, I'm Sandra Dee. Mm, mm, mm. Look at me there has to be Something more than what they see. Don't know the words, but I'm making solid turns. I am. No more diarrhea. <laughs> it's just plain Sandra D. Then there's a little interlude with Frenchie where Frenchie's like, Hey, you see that you come to the party? I don't know, Frenchie. I don't know if I should really come. No, you gotta come. Everybody's gonna be there. And then they go back into the song, and it's just very emotional. John Travolta mourning her passing on Instagram. Go check him out. But now it's time for John's joints. Ooh, guess you got that internet back, huh? Uh,
0: nope, not my number one pick. That is from the uh, that is from the old uh, station computer behind oh, me. Good. So
1: not quite. Okay. Are you able to uh, carry on with your joints with no internet?
0: I'm going to do my best. Okay. I'm going to do my best. I'm here to help. Yeah, yeah. Where does this rank uh, as far as favorites on the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album?
1: I would say in my pantheon of Red Hot Chili Peppers song, this song is bottom three. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel that way, too. I, I love the idea behind the song. I love that Anthony wrote it as a poem. And then either Flea or Rick Rubin found it like laying around or in a trash can or whatever, and was like, "Hey, let me put some music to this. You got to make it a song." Uh, but any enjoyment I may have had in initially hearing it uh, got annihilated by the overplaying of it on on, on FM radio. How about so, this? What? How about what?
0: Now you back baby top 15
1: we're back yeah, yeah. man. that please bass work on this combined with drishanti's guitar that's something special right there hell it's yeah something blood sugar sex magic i would say
0: Yeah, I don't know what's been. That's been a thing. I I don't know if I've mentioned it to you. We've been losing uh, Internet almost daily at some point. No. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And even I know Roger and JP have been getting kicked off the air a lot lately. So, yeah, something is uh, happening in the Internet world. Maybe it's the weather. I don't know. It's pouring out here in northern Hillsborough County. Well, the father of the man who murdered Ahmed Arbery was sentenced to life in prison plus seven years, hours after his son received the same sentence uh, for the racist slaying of the 25-year-old black man. uh, Greg McMichael, he's 66, was sentenced for hate crimes by a U.S. District Court judge in Brunswick, Georgia, uh, just a short time ago. Like his son, he received another life sentence Earlier this year, uh, Ahmed Arbery's aunt Diane was one of the five who delivered an emotional impact statement before Greg's face was read. Uh, fate was read. Uh, she told the elder McMichael off for being an irresponsible father to his murderous son. It, it, another another example. I understand uh, the the wheels of justice move slow. Man, this happened. Uh, it, to think that we just now were finding out about uh, their fate all of these years later specifically uh, based on the fact uh, that it seemed so obvious at the time, uh, February 23rd, 2020. So wow. I, mean, I guess two years isn't, uh, isn't that bad. Uh, but the McMichaels armed themselves with guns and used a pickup truck to chase Arbery after he ran past their home on February 23rd, 2020. Uh, Brian joined the pursuit in his own truck and recorded cell phone video um, of McMichael uh, shooting Arbery with a shotgun. The McMichaels told police they suspected Arbery was a burglar. Investigators determined he was unarmed and had committed no crimes. Uh, the, the attack was characterized uh, as a modern-day lynching and became a flashpoint uh, case of unchecked racial violence. The good news here is in a place... And I lived in Brunswick, and I'm not saying that it's inherently racist, but it is in, it is in the Deep South. To think that justice can be served at, you know, in a fairly good way uh, is, is probably a sign of some form of progress, right?
1: I suppose so. It just hurts my heart that anyone would take even a suspected petty theft so personally that they would track down another human being and shoot and kill him. Um, regardless of the racial element, which I know plays a huge part in this, uh, it's it's just another blow to humanity. Uh, let alone race relations. Uh,
0: you know, I, I've been uh, I've been kind of telling you that I've I've cut out a lot of meat. I haven't been uh, I haven't been very good to it over the last uh, let's say five days. The the child friendly weekend uh, didn't present you know tough to to kick out the meat and cheese at Chuck E. Cheese. I will say sure. Uh, by the way, when's the last time you had a Chuck E. Cheese pizza?
1: Oh, I uh, I door dashed a, a Pasquale special <laughs> just last night, John. No, it's been uh, it's been quite some time. So
0: obviously, what I'm about to say, like keep it within the parameters of reality. <laughs> Don't d- please. I, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Well, I'll tell you what I expected. I'll just come right out and say it. I was dreading that my dinner was going to be eaten at Chuck E. Cheese. Like I okay, was good. just, I was thinking to myself, how is this going to be good? Right. I enjoyed myself. Did you get the salad bar? Uh, no, we didn't get the salad bar. It was looking a little, um, <laughs> it was looking a little uh, picked over, uh, to, to say in a nice way. Uh, but I did get. We got. Um, there we go. Uh, we got pizza, half pepperoni, half cheese, uh, French fries, which I didn't remember ever being at Chuck oh. E. Cheese. Crinkle cut uh, or not, they were traditional, traditional, mm-hmm. and uh, boneless wings. And I have to say, um, my uh, my tummy hurt for the next two days. But at the time, I was blown away at how delightful it was. Uh, And I say all of that to somehow make a connection to my vegetarian lifestyle, uh, to whether or not you should be trying to keep your 18-month-old child on a vegan diet. Because a vegan mother who said she and her family followed a strict diet of only raw fruits and vegetables faced sentencing a short time ago in the malnutrition death of their 18-month-old son. Sheila O'Leary, who was 38, was convicted in June on six charges, first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter, child abuse, and two counts of child neglect uh, in the death of Ezra O'Leary. A hearing was set for Monday uh, in Lee County. O'Leary and her husband, Patrick, who faced the same charges, told investigators that the toddler also had gotten some breast milk, uh, but the boy weighed just 17 pounds and was the size of a seven-month-old baby. At 18 months, I mean, are you so overcome with your own beliefs that you you are blinded to the fact that, I mean, I know it's painful to say, but that your kid is dying in front of your very eyes? I think, I mean,
1: once the kid starts to not gain the necessary weight to sustain life, you've got to sacrifice that part of you that believes you're standing up for your ethics and principles when it comes to, for whatever reason, you're vegan. And get your kid the sustenance that they need. The failure to do so makes you a monster of a human being, not just a negligent parent, a monster of a human being knowing that you're not giving your kid the nutrition that your kid needs to grow and live.
0: And this is not an isolated uh, event or just a one-child thing. They had uh, two other kids in the house, three and five, also terribly malnourished. Uh, a fourth child uh, was essentially taken from the mother by her biological father during another case years ago uh, where, where pretty much the dad came and said, my son is terribly uh, you know, sick and, and is not getting the food, and that uh, mal- malnutrition case went down in Virginia, and their other kid was taken from them. Uh, the lawyer showed pictures of O'Leary with one of her children during the trial, uh, seeking to show uh, that she never intended to harm them. I don't I,
1: each parent does things their own way, and 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 that's beautiful and 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 should be encouraged. But man, to not be able to see that your kid is wasting away before your eyes that's unfathomable to me
0: uh you know there really seems to be no boundaries that that true hardened criminals looking to make a buck uh will go to but i oh man that is serious
1: yeah we've been getting some thunder boomers and frog (gasps) stranglers out here in the afternoons in uh beautiful northern hills i wanna
0: you might know this you're 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 smarter than me um what makes? Okay, this is gonna sound like a stupid question. Okay, what makes thunder sound so different?
1: Proximity um, of the lightning strike, I believe. Uh, you know, the the closer the the lightning strike is to you the quicker the thunder is going to be, and I believe the more intense the thunder is going to be. I, I know Mr. Delgado would probably have a better really, answer yeah. than that, but that's just my armchair pedestrian answer. It,
0: it's really the kind that I'm intrigued What what is happening is that kind that almost just lingers, yeah. where it's real crunchy and crinkly sounding, and it's not just a single boom. It almost just bellows and roars oh, yeah. for an extended period of time. Like Something must be happening differently from that thunder to a traditional
1: Maybe Mike's weather page could answer that one. I heard, a, I, I literally heard a lightning strike. Uh, Sarah and I were sitting on lanai watching a storm, and a bolt of lightning happened, and you heard the lightning hit. It was like a bang and then the thunder boomed and that was uh that was terrifying that's
0: great that it is really is, is it just me or does it seem like more well just in florida lots more things are happening more people are getting attacked by alligators and yep. more people are getting struck by lightning
1: uh i agree with that and then there are more pythons down there and uh snakes do have souls
0: i was what well, you you did hear that i was hoping you did i was listening yeah dude i mean so you think they do i think every living thing has a soul but if you had to kill a snake or like a dog I couldn't. I couldn't. But I mean, if you had to, I couldn't. I mean, you would be. It would be easier to kill a snake than a dog, right?
1: Well, yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, I mean, I love reptiles, but th- there's no question in my mind it would be easier to lop one's head off than it would be to choke out a German Shepherd. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, if if somebody wanted to take us, I mean, we could, we could, we could get down in the in, uh, in the swamp and, uh, and take uh, one out. Uh, the the python hunt is.
1: I treat it like alligator hunting season. I hate that some of my favorite creatures are killed. But I understand the necessity when it comes to sustaining a healthy ecosystem.
0: Well, and even, I mean, I think with the pythons, it's way more way more necessary, right? That's like they right, were just, brother. Like, yeah, 27-inch pythons uh, everywhere. <laughs> uh, an 11-year-old boy in Everett, Washington, was scammed by a man who bought a drink from the boy's lemonade stand. Good Lord. This guy is legitimately cleaning money. At a child's lemonade stand. Counterfeit money. He paid with a counterfeit $100 bill. A Facebook post by the Everett Police Department said an 11-year-old named Jeremy spent his allowance to set up a lemonade stand to earn extra cash during the summer when a man approached with a fake $100 bill. Uh, The Facebook post said the man bought a drink from Jeremy with a counterfeit bill but asked for exact change uh, to which uh, Jeremy could only give him $85 uh, using what he had of his allowance. Uh, Jeremy found out the $100 bill was a fake when he tried to purchase something at a local gas station. Uh, The police on Friday shared a GoFundMe page uh, set up by a woman who identified herself as a neighbor of Jeremy. Uh, She wrote that she was seeking $250 to help cover his loss and give him more funds to possibly expand his enterprise.
1: This is one of those uh, bad, unthinkable thing happens and then faith in humanity gets restored because good things happen as a result.
0: Yeah, I I mean, he had to have just known, like, if you're looking, and again, I'm not giving any credit to the terrible criminal, but if you're looking for places that are guaranteed to not have one of those little pens that they can swipe on your $100 (laughs) bill or they're going to hold it up to a light, it's a damn 11-year-old kid running a a lemonade stand.
1: Let that uh, be a lesson to all of you kids out there who are running a lemonade stand. Invest in a uh, counterfeit bill marker.
0: Um, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to prove a morbid point here, mm. uh, but why is it that in terrible accidents, usually with younger people, the person driving always lives and their friends always die?
1: <sighs> it, it's a great question. It's probably got a lot to do with the way the car is constructed. Maybe the steering wheel uh, saves a life. Uh, maybe there's less protection on the passenger side, et cetera. Uh, but it, it is a phenomenon that in so many of these accidents the negligent driver lives and the innocent passengers don't
0: well two teenagers lost their lives and a third suffered minor injuries after crashing into a power pole right over here on this side of the bridge in saint pete early yeah. saturday morning according uh, to police a 17 year old oh that, that that again has a weird connection to our our discussion about children like their life as a child is worrisome in so many ways but then to think one day you just give them the keys and then they just go out into the world uh i can't think of many things scarier than 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 having a 16 17 year old out there driving
1: oh man especially in these storms every time i know that xander's on the road and there's uh rain coming down like this it is uh, uh those are stressful moments
0: uh according to police a 17 year old was traveling eastbound on 11th avenue uh south around 12 45 a.m what's the uh I mean, what do you? What do you? I mean, not not. We're not parent shaming here or anything. But seventeen year olds, uh, one a.m. ish, out cruising the streets. That um, we we down with that. Uh, I wouldn't
1: necessarily wash with me uh, as a parent, but there are parents out there who trust their uh, teenagers to to drive late at night. I suppose.
0: Um. Yeah. So so the the two passengers uh, lost their life. Uh, and the 17-year-old driver uh, was taken to John Hopkins All Children's Hospital uh, with minor injuries. Uh, not much known about what may have attributed to it. The crash is currently uh, under investigation. Hmm. Strange phenomenon that the driver always said Maybe they should think about redesigning
1: cars. Uh, or raising the age of driving to 18 or 21.
0: You think so? Would you be down no.
1: with that? No, I, I, I can't see that happening because, you know, we need we need those kids in the workforce. Some as young as 11 if it's a Chick-fil-A locally. <laughs> They, they make them work forty hour work weeks. <laughs> what they get fined twelve thousand dollars? Yeah. Ooh, Chick Fil A is going bankrupt now.
0: Dude, I went to I, I attempted to go to a Chick Fil A uh, over the weekend and something was terribly wrong. You don't see that very often. What do you mean
1: something was I don't terribly know. wrong? It was what does just. That mean?
0: It was uh, well, I don't know, but I was gonna go to a Chick Fil A uh, and and I went there and. When I tell you they were wrapped around the building 10 times, that's not an exaggeration. And uh, there was a sign on the door that said, due to unforeseen circumstances, our indoor area is closed. And they had no people working outside in the the drive-thru like they normally do. And it was just wrapped around the building so many times, I don't think anybody knew where the line began or ended. So it, it does happen. Oh. Even even to the best of us.
1: Okay. Huh.
0: Uh, authorities have identified a Florida man who died while climbing in Montana's Glacier National Park. Bob Biondi, 79 years old. Man, 79 still out there climbing mountains. Uh, something. A, of Lutz died uh, on July 25th after falling on Rising Wolf Mountain while he and a group of friends climbed an off-trail slope. The Associated Press said Biondi's friends rushed to his location and yelled for help. Uh, the local news reported that Two Bear two bear Air uh, took Biondi to, to – they got some strange names – to Two Medicine Ranger Station uh, where he was sadly uh, pronounced dead. This made me think of, if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, I don't know that I told you about it. The Alpinist? The Alpinist? Yeah, yeah. it's on no. It's on Netflix, and it is about this guy who – is on the surface take out the 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 climbing portion of it a fascinating human being but he is this young guy who has been doing the most insane free climbing in the world mm. and not telling anybody about it he just goes out <laughs> by himself and does these insane things so this this documentary crew finally locates him they get to they get some footage but while they're filming the documentary he decides he doesn't want to be a part of the documentary anymore. And it's a, it is a some of the footage they have, man, is the most insane, nerve-wracking stuff I've ever witnessed. He, he's doing this cutting-edge thing where he's, um, he's hiking, or not hiking, he's climbing on partially frozen waterfalls. Ooh. So there's an area where he's however many thousand feet up in the air, and there's a piece of a waterfall about four or five feet thick. And he's chipping at it and hanging from it with no rope and nothing at all. No, thank you. Yeah, not, not, for, uh, not for me.
1: Uh, circling back to this story, though, it is kind of awesome that at 79 years old, this dude was out there climbing mountains. And I know this is a, a tragedy that befell him, and that's part of the inherent risk in climbing mountains. But what a great way to live your life. And I'm sure, you know, it's an overused cliche. He died doing something that he loved. But would you rather die at 79 in a nursing home or would you rather die at 79 falling off a mountain?
0: yeah and i think and i don't you know without fully knowing what this climb was a lot of these people in certain climbing situations if it if the threat of death wasn't there they wouldn't be doing it right so you know you have to kind of take on uh that the same thing that makes it something you want to do is is the thing that's going to take you away so
1: yeah and i read that two other people died separately in an incident uh on that mountain uh that day that's so crazy That is something that I've never wanted to do. Uh, It's never been in me to like. Any time I'm in a situation where, like, in Tennessee and North Carolina, they got some cool little waterfalls and trails that you can go to. Man, no desire whatsoever to do that.
0: Yeah, I think a nice leisurely hike uh, with some beautiful scenery is uh, that'll that'll do. I'll take a hike any day. Exactly. Uh, I am all Mm. Mm. burnt up. Well,
1: John, coming up next. The story and saga of Brittany Griner mm. detained in Russia for the hideous crime of cannabis oil oh, God. or hash oil, depending on who you choose to believe. Uh, it's been bantered about. You think you've heard every angle. Prisoner exchanges. Unfair sentencing. We've all been waiting for Elon Musk to weigh in. The great soothsayer and prophet of our time, Elon Musk, I say facetiously. We've been waiting to hear what he has to say about it. Now, I do have to say this.